0: Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta Barbecue and beyond. Hello, and welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I really appreciate you listening and allowing me the opportunity to entertain you and maybe provide a bit of distraction during this crazy, crazy time we're all going through. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and review on Google or Apple Podcasts, and thank you for your support. This is it, friends, episode 100. I started this podcast just about two years ago, and I have enjoyed sharing the stories of the fine folks in and around the barbecue world every week. Doing this podcast has given me the opportunity to meet so many amazing people that I most likely would not have ever had the chance to talk with, and I'm truly honored by that. The Barbecue Family are some of the finest people around, and I absolutely love being a part of that community. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to all of the great shows that are part of the network. A while back, with my 100th episode looming on the horizon, I reached out for suggestions of previous guests that folks would like to hear updates from. Two of those past guests are back today to talk about what's going on with them during this COVID-19 reality we're all living with, and in one of those cases, updates you and I on a new venture that he announced last year during his initial appearance on the podcast. But first, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. Park Power is a small, local business, and like many of you, it has been closely monitoring the news on COVID-19 and the world's rapidly changing circumstances. While many of their team are currently working remotely, the way Park Power does business has not changed, and their commitment to exceptional customer service will remain. Find out more about Park Power's response to the COVID-19 outbreak at parkpower.ca. All right. As part of the, our one hundredth episode, excited to welcome back to the show, Hendrik Van Wyck, two cowboys, uh, via Zoom from Boundary, British Columbia. Hendrik, welcome back to the show. How are you doing?
1: Right now, I'm doing so well, and I am so honored to be here on the hundredth, one hundredth episode. Yes. Maybe. I I I've grown a beard since, and I've gotten gray, <laughs> and I see that you've lost a few hair. On
0: the yeah, process. it's all. Uh... Man, who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> so before we get into what's uh, what's new with you, uh, how's everybody out there doing? Keeping healthy?
1: You know, here in the boundary I think the race of the world's going a little crazy. Um, we, we just we just do the way that things happen in the boundary and that as we go with the flow. We yeah. Just, you know, yeah. Make a new. And um, but I cannot complain. We've um, we've done pretty well so far. It's been locked down. We've been building our beards, but mm-hmm. this is sort of boundary attire anyway, so yeah. I had to boil it and, and comb it and make sure that I'm nice and neat for the show today. <laughs> right and on. I know you're doing an audio podcast, but yes. I'm not sure if people actually see see us. This no, time no,
0: no around. video this time around. So. No? No.
1: no. No. No visuals on this one.
0: No. <laughs> so I guess yeah, you kind of you're you're fairly remote there to begin with, so the uh, kind of the distancing. Uh, you kind of all got it down already out there, right? Yeah,
1: no, we get nervous when we're closer than ten meters to each other, anyway. <laughs> so we decided that um, this is all suiting us pretty well, and uh, we've been sending smoke signals to each other anyway over the last few months. So yeah. now uh, we're just making it formal. We send a little bit of a whiff of barbecue with that smoke signal, and then there you go. We know that folks folks understand exactly what we're about so uh, I think the last time we spoke I told you Cowboys are going to get themselves into a bit of a cookhouse you did and that's exactly what's happened we launched the 2 Cowboys HQ we had our first opening day yesterday and um, man it's hard work if I knew it was that much it's not (laughs) just about you know Posting pretty pictures on Instagram, mm-hmm. then uh, I probably would have thought about it twice. But it's been a huge amount of fun and a great experience to build our own little place here. At boundary.
0: So let's uh, let's talk about it. What do you got going on there?
1: So I mean, most people know Duke always a bit of a few jokers, anyway, and we do mm-hmm. some promotional video and we and we tell stories about producers. And uh, last year when we connected, I told you we we're relocating here in the Boundary Country, which is a little city, it's kind of the smaller city called Greenwood and um we decided to build one of the smallest smoke houses now i unfortunately i cannot take claim for that anymore because the guy here in oliver beat me he's, he's built even a smaller one ah. but uh mm-hmm. we built two it with hq and the big idea of this whole thing is to showcase barbecue showcase uh, our partners products so we're partnering with yoder mm-hmm. smoker broker yoder we're partnering with house q and uh, to showcase and, and one very interesting one which we'll talk about a little bit later is the Casia barbecue all the way from South Africa. Okay. I have a funny accent but mm-hmm. I to tell you a little bit about that one. Yes. And um the big idea with that took was HQ, we didn't call it barbecue, we called it HQ, which is headquarters, mm-hmm. is that we, we're gonna do stuff we wanna do. So it's not it's not we're not gonna smoke every day. We we're running one or two days a week when we feel like it. Right. And we cook stuff that's not typical barbecue i mean we do chicken hearts and we do and we do um, south african sausage called boerewors and we, we 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 cook porchetta and we cook, we cook all kinds of funny stuff that's not always typical barbecue fare and that was the idea that we wanted to go with and mm-hmm. at the same time build some content around that so that we can showcase some of the good products that's around here and then covid 19 for all its sins actually delta is a pretty good hand here because two things started to come together the one is people are shopping more locally yes they're buying more local stuff mm-hmm. so suddenly farmers in our area are very popular we, we already started promoting them a little bit earlier um, at the end of last year now suddenly we can't even find stuff to buy from them to cook because they are so popular wow. um, and then the other thing COVID sort of dealt us is from the start we didn't we want to set up a restaurant, we want to do sort of a takeout place where you come, you get what you want and you, you move on. Right. And um, that's why, you know, by regulation, I wouldn't say law yet, because law a little silly, but by regulation, people are now keen on putting in the orders up front, which means we know what to cook by one, two o'clock in the afternoon. We can roll them off the smokers or the or the grills and people can pick up what they want. So nice. both those play in our favor. The fact that we can showcase local people and the fact that people can just pick up their stuff. And then, as I said, the third one is it's a place where we're having fun. So it's not just about barbecues. It's about making candy and chocolate, good coffee. Mm. And um, we're hopefully one of these days regulations to be changed so that you can also come and hang out with the Cowboys. And sure. I think that was one of the things we mentioned before. Is we want to invite people to come and learn and yes. come and enjoy with us. We want to show yeah. you how to use equipment, how to cook a brisket, how to do it indirect, how to do it direct. What you would to use, what would not to use. So come and hang with the cowboys. I think yeah. like I said, that's the big thing. Everybody that, that runs a barbecue cooker or a smoker and grow wants some viewers have their friends around them, mm-hmm. and uh, we create a little bit of place that I think our friends can come and enjoy with us. So that's really that's that's been the goal all along. And COVID actually made it a little easier because now we're not distracted. Yeah. We have to lock down, we have to sit around, we have to cook. And I think many people's cooking skills increase quite substantially, as well as their alcohol capacity. The yeah. Yep, so, uh, yep. so we've been having good fun with it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, we're all going to be uh, drunk and fat by the time this is done, right? Yeah, i very wise. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I like what you were saying about uh, not just the traditional barbecue menu, right? Uh, and not calling it a barbecue place because uh, you know you call it barbecue and that kind of puts you in a box, right? So yeah,
1: we, we're a South African, and, and uh, I think last time I told you the joke that we go around the barbecue competitions asking people all they've been barbecue, and I said, oh, for three years, five years, whatever. We said we didn't know there's another way to cook. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is, you're cooking with fire, and cooking with fire is a bit of a trick. And i'm going to share a joke with you is that uh, the younger cowboy my son mm-hmm. he's still not really getting into the fact you cannot dial in the temperature and wait five minutes and it's there the fact that you actually you actually <laughs> have to you know you, you have to read the signs yeah find mm-hmm. out where the wind goes check the ambient temperature mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, he still thinks you just fill the grill with coals and light it everything's going to be peachy afterwards and then obviously he cremates it yeah. so um the the, the big challenge for us is to, to share the gospel of the typical south african braai mm-hmm. now i'm going to say the south african way, not the english way, we call it the braai and the braai is really it's cooking um grill style on an open fire and in many cases we don't cover it uh here in north america it's harder because we don't have good hardwood coals that we can cook on right um similar to what people are doing in south america and argentina as well if right. so you cook open fire yeah. open flame and um and radiant heat all the way through mm-hmm. and you have to be able to cook uh, uh, with with that considering at the same time with the wind blowing so I, w- I would probably say that's probably one of the hardest ways to cook not just meat but vegetables as well we do do vegetables we do do some of our grains we do breads and uh, and uh, um, um, I mean I, I we even do a cheesecake on the open fire nice how do you do that so we can show you because we grew up with the braai mm-hmm. but that's the way that I think North Americans haven't really realized how to do that Um, and our big challenge is to finding the right field to be able to demonstrate how to do that because we don't really have hardwood in North America and I I hear people already poo-pooing us in the back door and say, oh what about hickory, what about oak, apple, and cherry and so forth. Yes, we do cook with those but even with those they're not hard enough compared to what we grew up with in Africa. Okay. So we've got a good friend of ours called the Cassia Barbeck, his name is Vali from we can say all these things fast like I do <laughs> that means you're in South Africa so Billy he's, uh, he's actually volunteered to bring us two 40-foot containers of South African hardwood in and he brought us the first load which got stuck in Schiphol in the Netherlands in Amsterdam because of COVID ah. so for the last month and a half we've been waiting for that wood to land here in British Columbia so we can actually make a program about it and demonstrate the all difference right. between cooking with African hardwood versus North American hardwood but you know, it's all part of an experiment, part, partly because it takes us back to our youth and to our culture, but on the other hand, also demonstrates what's possible when you cook open fire right. and uh, the flavor profiles, that goes with that. So you're right, it's not just classic barbecue, mm-hmm. it's grilling, it's all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah,
0: it lets you, by not calling it a barbecue restaurant, it lets you do these different things that people here aren't used to, right? So
1: exactly and you know i'm gonna uh, put, put a big uh shout out there and i know you're not charging for advertising but if you, if you want to you should send the bill to yoder and you should send the bill to akashi and, and O'Brien, yeah go at, a, at a house q because yeah um you know credit where credit's due these guys are building some pretty good machines that allows us to cook like a yes we, we're using yoda's flat dog grill for example which is i mean if i could invent the best you know open fire grill that allows me to cook direct, indirect, then that flat top is a job. And, uh, and we were going all over the place to try and find our North American version. So, this we just eventually settled on that piece of equipment because it's so simple and it's so versatile yep. that we can do what we need to do. So, Yoda has been good at us, looking after us for that. And, uh, we promised them a lot of content because of it, but it's because we're having fun cooking with their equipment. Yeah. And now we've got some South African charcoal and some South African wood to do that as well.
0: And it's acacia, you said?
1: it's called acacia barbecue yeah um, and uh you can find them online you can you can order some of this stuff online yeah um i'll put the link in the there if you wanted to and uh they've been importing for the last couple of years already i know rob reinhardt was cooking with their stuff okay. for the yeah. last two years already some of the red face guys preferred cook with these charcoal mm-hmm. and the, primarily because the wood is so hard it means that the the form factor is smaller for the same amount of heat that you get so instead of having to have 10 bags you can have five bags right uh, they weigh the same but the form factor is smaller so the, the lumps are smaller but yeah. because they're more denser it just gives you a little bit less that you have to carry and transport but mm-hmm. that's the one part of it the other part of it really is the flavor The flavours yeah. thing thing it makes a difference for us We it's like taking us back to our childhood every time we yeah. do that, you know. i'll
0: have to check it out and yeah i've been uh uh talking with nathan from smoker brokers trying to get him on here so we'll uh we'll have to do that before long so.
1: oh he's a chatty fella yeah i mean i'm surprised if you haven't had him on yet he's a real chatty fellow.
0: yeah we just had uh, the scheduling hasn't worked yet so yeah saskatchewan they
1: work by the lunar calendar i think they're no longer they're not looking <laughs> they're not working with the calendars. he's uh you gonna not like what i said just now uh, but um, e- either will my they, wife so yeah the seasons uh, they go by the seasons <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have to be careful here.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But um, you know, bottom line is we we are the other thing that we're playing a lot with a lot with is cast iron cooking. This mm, is nice. open fire because you need to be really aware of what radiant heat does. You're not cooking direct or with convection mm-hmm. style, which is what the offset smokers provided to do with. Uh, it needs you need other types of cooking vessels and. Mm our cast iron has been our go-to place so we're doing stews we're doing baked breads we're doing cheesecakes we're doing the cast iron We're cooking open cast iron lit dutch oven yeah. um griddle all the kinds of really interesting things that goes with it and one of the reasons why i love it it's not just because of its versatility is i love it because my wife allows me not to uh i don't get into trouble for washing dishes anymore because cast iron's is so easy once yeah. you cook with it properly it's properly seasoned yeah you basically a hose it and then you you wipe it off and you're done. Yeah, it's, it's, dishes is suddenly not an issue anymore.
0: <laughs> Got to keep the wife uh, the wife happy, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
0: Well, Hendrik, thanks so much for the update. I appreciate this. Uh, just let folks know where they can find you online, and obviously the uh, the new uh, Cowboy, two cowboys HQ.
1: Well, it's it. you're right, Ryan. It's called TwoCowboysHQ.com. You can find us online there. We still have run everything else. Uh, lots of of uh, videos and content. We've got a flat top cooking. Um, we call it instructional videos, but everybody that watch Cowboys now knows it's, it's, it's more joking around mm. the instruction. I need to always, other cowboy, make sure that I don't have too many beers by the time we yeah. get cooking. But uh, and then he yeah, edits all the crap out anyway that I end <laughs> up doing in the first place. But it's called TwoCowboysHQ.com. You ask me where it is, and that's the big fun thing about we want to get more people to come to Greenwood right. Greenwood, British Columbia if you don't know where that is look it up um, we're on the border with uh, with Washington State here Southern Kootenays between Christina Lake and Los Soyuz mm-hmm. and it's the old uh, one of the smallest well, it is the smallest city in Canada founded in 1897 there we're only 300 residents here and the joke the running joke in Greenwood is we've been trying to die for the 120 years and we've not succeeded so we decided to that's it. We're not going to try and die anymore. Right? Oh, good. We're we going to make this place a success. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, congratulations on the opening. Uh, best of luck. And uh, look forward to getting down there at some point. Uh, see you guys for myself.
1: Right, for sure. I want to congratulate you, buddy. 100 episodes. How, how how did you manage to do that? I mean, we, we filmed barbecue all the way through, and I promised with you after the third brisket, I was already going, holy shumoly. what do we do with it? How are we going to make this thing interesting going forward? And then, yeah. uh, then the pool pork, and then i would be honest with you, I cook the things, I can't look it in the eye any longer. But yeah. uh, how do you manage to do 100 episodes? Give, give, give us the secret.
0: Well, I don't know. know. Just, uh, yeah, they're not all prizes, I guess, but hopefully most of them have been uh, listenable at least, so. It's been. Uh, I want to thank you. Yeah, oh, no. I want to
1: thank you to keep the flame high and, uh, and keep people interested. And in at least, you know, I think you're putting it down record for posterity here. To yeah. See, at least uh-huh. for the last, what's it, three years, five Oh, years it's coming on
0: two years. years. Once once a week. So coming on two years here.
1: Two years only? It feels yeah. a lot longer. Yeah. I mean, you look older as well. But yeah, I <laughs> we, We've seen a few years go by now. Yes, sir. But um, two years only, but it feels like a lifetime. It, right? uh, it's, I think a lot of folks out there are appreciating what you're doing for for our sport and, and for our culture.
0: You got it, man. Well, thank you, Hendrik. Appreciate it, pal. We'll talk to you soon. For over a year now, the Eat More Barbecue Podcast has been a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. The APN is a great resource for Alberta podcasters and podcast listeners alike. The support of the network and its sponsors allows folks like me to continue to produce a wide variety of content to meet every interest. One of the great shows on the network is Girl Tries Life, where host Victoria Smith interviews inspiring women to show there are many different ways to live an incredible life. Here is Victoria to tell you all about it. This episode is brought to you by the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. The Girl Tries Life podcast is a fellow Alberta Podcast Network member and is all about showing that women are capable of anything when they have the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. I'm your host, Victoria Smith, a stress reduction coach who is all about helping you reduce your stress so that you can actually enjoy your daily life. Imagine that. In the Girl Tries Life podcast, we alternate between interviews with incredibly inspiring ladies who break down how they got to where they are and coaching episodes that leave you with tangible resources and skills for your own life. Life isn't stressless, but we can help you stress less. So I hope that you'll check out the Girl Tries Life podcast. You can find it at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast. And remember, the most important thing in life is that you try. Visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to Girls Tries Life and all of the other great shows on the network. Hey everybody, uh, back here with another, uh, special 100th episode, uh, look back with one of our previous guests. I've got uh, from Prairie Smoke and Spice in Saskatchewan, Rob Reinhart on the uh, on the line here via Zoom. Rob, welcome. How you doing, man? Hi, Ryan. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Welcome back. Great to chat with you again. Hope everything's going well. Uh, I guess a quick check in. How's uh, health-wise, family? Everyone's doing okay out there? Yeah,
2: family's doing great. Um, everybody's staying positive and healthy.
0: All we can do, I guess, right? Sure. Now, how are things, uh, things starting to open up a little bit out in uh, in your neck of the woods a bit there?
2: Yeah, I think so. We're in Regina, Saskatchewan, and yep. Saskatchewan's in really good shape. Yeah. Um, that COVID case popped up yesterday, but, I mean, that's the first one in a week, so.
0: Yeah, you guys. Uh, kind
2: of relaxing a little bit here. Of mm-hmm. course, nothing's actually open yet, but. Yeah. You no, know, the tension seems to have eased a little bit, and fortunately for me, people are going out and buying food, so that's good.
0: That is good. Yeah, it's uh, still pretty much uh, everything shut down here, but parts of Alberta they're starting to open up again. I know you guys in Saskatchewan and Manitoba as well. It didn't didn't seem to get hit as hard by uh, by everything there.
2: Yeah, that's well, just it. I think the timing uh, worked out good for spring break holidays. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, we just don't have the population density of some of the other
0: that's, areas. That's that's true. Yep. So how I guess, and I know we've we've chatted a little talk about some of the uh, the impact of all of this on on your business. There, it's uh, quite quite a substantial impact.
2: I know. Yeah, it's a substantial impact for sure. Uh, with all the events being canceled, uh, funnily enough, I was able to sat down sit down and do a pretty accurate revenue forecast for the rest of the year. and we're going to be down like eighty-two to eighty-eight percent in twenty twenty. Wow, <laughs> which is pretty remarkable. That's... I mean, we're we're contingent on large festivals like Calgary Stampede. We're mm-hmm. contingent on catering lots of large parties through the year, and all of that's gone. So, yeah. Fortunately, we do have a commercial kitchen that we rent, and we have a food truck. So, mm-hmm. for the first month and a half of the pandemic, we we uh, were doing family style meals, and well, for the first few weeks, we didn't do anything. But yeah. Eventually we figured out we needed to start getting some money rolling in to cover our bills. So we were doing family style meals and vacuum sealed meat takeout. Mm-hmm. Set up our website so convenient for people to order and pick up. Yep. Uh, a couple of weeks we got our food truck up and running. So I'm kind of having fun being on the food truck again. Yeah. Work that I remember because I haven't done this without staff for quite some time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my body's
0: sore, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, you'll get it. your body'll get used to it,
1: right?
2: silver linings everywhere right You know, we're used to being away from home all summer because of the business and mm-hmm. this summer we get defended at home so that's just it you gotta stay positive and look for look for the bright side
0: yeah now do you see maybe some of the catering type of business uh, coming back maybe a little later into the summer
2: I think so I don't think we're gonna see any big events right you know, no. there's not gonna be any 200 person weddings this year no in my opinion
0: yeah I agreed
2: but um you know in the past we shied away from 20 or 30 person groups simply because barbecue takes so much time and effort to cook and mm-hmm. I think we're gonna be comfortable doing a lot more of those this year
0: yeah might have to you know change your uh, target market a little bit right yeah exactly. yeah um, the food truck and then uh, you talked about the uh, the online ordering uh, dinners uh, pre-packed meats pre-made dinners how's that and you've been doing some deliveries as well
2: um, we've been doing one big cook per week yep. trying our best to stay home and, and still try to keep some money rolling in mm. so we switch it up a little bit you know we've done family style brisket shepherd's pie, pork mac and cheese yep. uh, a couple times now we've done a big rib cook yeah. on the middle of the week so we just pre-sell full racks of ribs and people can come pick them up uh, we grill them off, apply some sauce right over charcoal outside just like we do at our summer festivals so that's been fun yep um, this week, we did a, a kind of a family combo day, four meats, three sides, and people could pay for a combo for one person, two people, or, or a whole family. So that was really successful, too. So we're just, I mean, we're thankful and grateful that we have a community of supporters here, and um, it's, it's really amazing seeing how people are really understanding the meaning of buying local now.
0: Yeah, that's... Uh, no, that's Across the
2: country, the country it, mm-hmm. it's great... Well, and I, I hope
0: that's something that when things do get back to normal somewhat, that we uh, we keep top of mind and uh, and remember and support, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we're doing our best to support our friends and neighbors too, not just free meals where necessary, but um, you know, some of the goods and services we may have done ourselves or may have bought online. We're finding local producers of that stuff, and just, just seeing a lot of a lot of that all around. So,
0: yeah. Good to good to find some uh, some positives coming out of all this uh, craziness, right?
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So I know I did uh, ordered a few weeks back. My in laws are there in Regina. Ordered up uh, some of the ribs and one of the por- the pulled pork mac and cheese. And uh, I, I can re- I can the report feedback. what's that? The feedback was good. I hope. Feedback was good, and then uh, just this past week, my wife ordered. Uh, mother's day for for her folks my in-laws uh the brisket shepherd's pie oh, and i just got this text of uh, an hour ago from my wife and this is this is the feedback from her mom and i'll share it with you and anyone listening in regina this is what you're going to get <laughs> delicious 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 the shepherd's pie was wonderful tasty and tender thanks very much we loved it and have leftovers besides so, make me feel good. Yeah, absolutely. And they uh, they did say they'll uh share your name with all their uh, their friends and neighbors. So, hopefully we get a little uh send a little business your way from that. So, uh, talk about some of the other stuff you've been doing to uh, I guess keep yourself busy through all this. I know you were doing some online uh, demos and that sort of thing. Yeah, so
2: our so the last few years my family's winter income has pretty much been from barbecue classes. Mm-hmm. We run the classes in the spring but we open up registration in December. So you know, we take those registrations all winter and, and uh, I ran my first barbecue class here in Regina about March 13th.
0: Mm, yeah, just before everything.
2: Yeah, and um, it was okay. You know, we were rec- we recognized social distance rules at the time. Mm-hmm. And the next day the government declared their state of emergency yeah. so it 30 in the afternoon we had to cancel the class that was scheduled for that evening oh lovely yep so the barbecue classes we traditionally run the last few years every spring are, are done yeah so you know in order to give myself an outlet i, I still love <laughs> to talk about barbecue uh-huh. we've been we have been doing some online live q a sessions on facebook and instagram you know cooking hot and fast or a complete brisket mm-hmm. tutorial from start to finish and and a great way to interact with people and answer questions on the fly and had a lot of fun with that, so hope to continue doing a little more of that.
0: Excellent, excellent. You're finding uh, a little bit more family time these days?
2: Yeah, that's, that's been awesome too. And, yeah. you know, a little more sleep than I'm used to at this time of year, which is good. <laughs> that's but, good. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, we've, we've booked some camping this summer already and we're trying to identify a road trip to get out to Manitoba or Alberta. A little bit. Yep. Um, just, it's been great teaching the kids how to cook and playing basketball and just stuff stuff I never would have time for any right. other year. But so that's been great.
0: Excellent. How are the kids uh, dealing with everything? I know mine are getting a little uh, little stir-crazy for sure. They've been,
2: they've been pretty good. I think the first month was the worst when there was literally no live interaction with anybody outside the household. Mm-hmm. But, um you know, they've, we've allowed them to see a couple of their close friends whose, whose families we know. And sure. Yep. Comfortable with uh, how little interaction they've had with society. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of eased the tension a little bit yeah. in recent weeks. Yep. Um, they're doing good. You know, we're encouraging the, them to try to stay productive and learn new things instead of spending all day on the phone or on the, playing video games or whatnot. So. It's just, uh, you know, the, the balance is different for every family. It's an yep. yeah, interesting experience, that's for
0: sure. Yeah, no, mine are, uh, they're doing okay with it, but it's, yeah, they're some days better than others for sure. So I think you're a little younger, right? Uh, 16, 13, so, yeah, a okay. l- little yeah. close, but, yeah. Yeah, one of them, uh, she's quite happy to just be home and alone, largely, and the other one missing her friends uh, more so. so.
2: We had our little guy on the food truck today and it was a, it was a reluctant participation for sure, but <laughs> everybody's got your feet.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Times
2: are tough. Get to work. And we're not, we don't have any staff, so we're yeah. not just ourselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Family's going to play, play a big part on that food truck this summer.
0: For sure. Well, hopefully for you guys, you're able to, uh, you know, that get that keeping you busy and get some, uh, some income rolling in to replace at least some of what uh, what you're missing out on Yeah. and uh yeah as uh, as things open up hopefully uh things start ro- opening up for you as well yeah hope so too well rob just uh thank you man appreciate everything uh all of your support of the podcast and uh what i'm doing out here and uh canadian barbecue in general of course you're a big uh, a big part of that so
2: you're doing a great job of supporting Barbecue in Canada. No. Uh, every every week you see more and more dialogue about the podcast on Facebook and, and whatnot. So it's glad to see that awareness is growing.
0: Yeah. Episode one hundred, who'd have thought, huh? Eh? fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. Well thank you very much. Uh in two years yet? Uh, be uh, this summer will be two years.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So uh, having fun with it. So. Right on. Right on, Rob. Thanks very much. Enjoy the uh, the long weekend and uh, take care of yourself. Okay, take care. Bye. That is a wrap on episode 100. Everybody, thank you for your time. I really appreciate you tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. They really help increase the show's visibility. Thank you to Henrik and to Rob for taking the time to chat with me via Zoom for the show today and thank you to both of them for everything they do to support the barbecue industry and community here in Canada. Your local barbecue joints need your support right now folks. Wherever you are and if you're able, please get out and show them some love. If you're here in Alberta, check out www.albertabbqtrail.ca for a list of Alberta barbecue joints to see who's open and what they are offering. Please give me a follow on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, please drop me an email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thank you to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking, take care of one another, stay safe, and stay home. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATV and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.